You're listening to the Leadership in Theology with a Cup of Joe podcast. Welcome to the Leadership in Theology with a Cup of Joe podcast. My name is Joe Contreras, and today I am here with Kyle Kinney, the Assistant Director of Campus Recreation at Vanguard University of Southern California. And today, we'll be talking about transformational leadership. Let's take a drink. Transformational leadership has spread in all sectors of Western society as a developmental tool. The transformational leadership, as you mentioned, it's a leadership style, which is really a framework for leadership more than specific characteristics of a leader. So when we talk about a framework or a style, it's how leaders define um, how they direct a group of individuals. So the leadership style refers to actions a leader takes to uh, gather input, make decisions, implement new plans, um, problem solve, give direction, I think I already said that, and motivate the employees. So transformational leadership, when we look at this framework of direction, is a style that is all about values and the identity of the leader and the follower and the organization. So it's all about connecting the follower's sense of identity and their self to the mission of the organization. Awesome. So what does transformational leadership look like? So it looks completely different to every leader in every organization. Uh, when we talk about leadership styles, we do you a style is something you can change to fit what you need. But transformational leadership is what I primarily use as the leader of VU Rec um, here on campus. And it aligns really well for a few reasons, and that's why it looks pretty specific to our organization. But the way it looks is, um, obviously we have this vision for VU Rec, right? We have these goals, our purpose, our mission, our value statements. And the way transformational leadership looks or works is that each VREC coordinator and I have gone through this process of finding what they value, what they want to contribute to the community here, and their skills and strengths from a programming or organizational standpoint, and how they can tie it to the vision of VREC. So what's a strength of yours that you're really passionate about and how does it further the values of the organization? So when we talk about transformational leadership, we're looking at a way that we provide this motivation by finding something that, by following the passions mm -hmm. of the follower and finding out how it benefits all of us and our overall vision of the organization. Well, there's four elements of transformational leadership. The first one is individualized consideration. The degree to which the leader attends to each follower's needs, acts as a mentor or coach to the followers and listener, or listens and listens to the followers' concerns and needs. The, the leader gives empathy and support, keeps com communication open, and places challenges before the followers. This also encompasses the need for respect and celebrates the individual contribution that each follower can make to the team. The followers have a will and aspirations for self-development and have intrinsic motivation for their task. What does this look like as you lead VU Rec? Um, how does individualized consideration play a role in 
transformation, transformational leadership. Definitely. At the VREC level. Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. Um, the biggest thing is I have four VREC coordinators that are the leaders of most of our programming. Um, and they all have different majors. And they're all different from my major, right? I just finished my degree in education and sport management. And so this is a really specific job field for me. But I take four students every year that are the leaders, and they all have very different career interests and goals. So when we start at the beginning of the year, and I, I talk about what do you want to accomplish, what are some of your passions, we also talk about what are the skills you want to develop this year that will help you in your future career. So even though we have the intent of focusing on the goals we've set for the year as a staff, I also want to make sure everyone gets their individual chance to work on what they want to work on. So each of the four coordinators will have different projects throughout the year. Um, and even as they do some of the same things, like they each lead a sport, their sports will look different based on how the specific aspects and skills that they've asked me to coach them on and provide feedback. And in the same way, because they all bring a different perspective, I can see kind of what works for the students or things that they've really developed in and say, is this a value that we need to focus on with everybody at the beginning of the year because you've shown such growth? Kyle does an amazing job at helping the people that he leads um, find where they fit in in the, the values of his organization. And he really does emphasis, emphasize on this individualized consideration for each person on his team. The second element of transformational leadership is intellectual stimulation. The degree to which the leader challenges assumptions, takes risk, and solicits followers' ideas. Leaders with this style stimulate and encourage creativity in their followers. They nurture and develop people who think independently. For such a leader, learning is a value and unexpected situations are seen as opportunities to learn. The, following, the followers ask questions, think deeply about things, and figure out better ways to execute their task. The third element of transformational leadership is inspirational motivation. The degree to which the leaders articulate a vision that is appealing and inspiring to followers. To followers. Leaders with inspirational motivation challenge followers with high standards, communicate optimism about future goals, and provide meaning for the task at hand. Followers need to have a strong sense of purpose if they are to be motivated to act. Purpose and meaning provide the energy that drives a group forward. The visionary aspects of leadership are supported by communication skills that make the vision understandable, precise, powerful, and engaging. The followers are willing to invest more effort in their task. They are encouraged and optimistic about the future and believe in their abilities. The fourth and final element of transformational leadership is idealized influence. It provides a role model for high ethical behavior, instills pride, and gains respect and trust. So Kyle, how do you see the four elements of transformational leadership in your work? Um, well, I think it's actually pretty evident, and we follow a pretty clear style. Again, starting at the beginning of the year from 
our individualized skills as a group and really value driven. And then we get into a lot of the other elements. So starting with intellectual stimulation, we really prize learning is a value. And we see this from week one when I start training the VREC coordinators on how to train the officials. And the first PowerPoint slide on the training says anyone can be an official. And we really try and instill like a growth mindset. We really want to focus on learning specific skills to improve how you do a task. So with the officials, some of the other mantras we have that we kind of teach, Joe, you know as well as anyone that I probably have like 30 catchphrases for VREC. But one of them is win the next play. So if you do something wrong, something doesn't turn out well, you're prized, you're, you are rewarded for making the effort. We had an event earlier this year where we scanned at the beginning, but then we needed the scanners at the end. And we couldn't find them. And I was really annoyed for a minute, if we're being honest. Sorry, you know who you are if you're listening. But it's because they've taken the initiative to go to two different storage units on campus to put things away. You know, that's like great initiative. So that's where we're like, okay, let's talk about this because I am, I am definitely not mad. You need to stop apologizing right now. You went out on a limb. You took a chance. You took that risk of what needs to be done right now. I'm going to do it. And just because it didn't work out this one time doesn't mean it was a problem. You know, that's a learning opportunity. With the refs, we always say if you make a bad call, that's all right. You still got to move on to the next one, and we'll talk about it after. And one bad call does not ruin a game. If we move on to the inspirational motivation, um, purpose and meaning are really what drives all of our activities. Every time we're in a meeting and we're talking about a program or we're debriefing how something went, we always pull it back to those values we talked about at the beginning of the year. We actually have it on a big poster in my office. So we reference it during every single team meeting. And some of those values like inclusivity in VREC, you know, we really believe that there's a program for everybody. So just because we have a ton of people coming out to open gym basketball, we're not gonna run only basketball programming. We're going to give that the resources it needs and then we're going to find a way to engage the rest of the students on campus. Um, so we are always pulling back to that value of inclusivity and health and well-being. We want to get everyone engaged and build healthy habits. Um, but that also goes back to every time I ask one of the VREC coordinators to do something, they know why. They know exactly why we're doing something the way we do. And a lot of times when they come back with suggestions, it's to improve the process for the task to meet the values even better. And that actually goes back to the intellectual stimulation of I am always open to, to them changing things that I've done if it's an improvement. Um, it's really encouraged. And then the last part, um, providing a role model for high ethical behavior, instills pride, gains respect and trust. Again, I really just try and make sure that they feel that they can take risks and we always reward the thought and the effort. Um, and so I want them to see that every time because even though I w would consider myself in this role mostly a transformational leader, they turn around and they lead staff as well, a staff of about 20, soon to be 30 when the new student center opens. So Kyle, why do you lead VUREC through a transformational leadership style? 
Uh, it's kind of just who I am. Um, if we're being honest, when we talk about, again, leadership traits versus leadership styles, transformational leadership is a framework that helps me organize things and give purpose behind our processes or our training. Um, there is very different from leadership traits, right? So if we wanted to talk about other leadership styles, there are many, if you Google leadership styles, right? Authoritative, democratic, you know, laissez-faire, transactional, transformational, coaching, visionary. There's a pretty long list. A lot of them break them down. But um, for me, transformational leadership really fits this position at Vanguard. We're at a place where the student leaders, they're excited to learn and they're excited to give back to their community. So it's really easy to connect with their values and find things they want to improve. But some of the natural traits are also just easier for me. Um, if you've taken any other personality tests, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. Sevens are driven by values and passion. It's so I kind of lead through my values and passion for campus recreation, um, which is why, again, our values are we'll find a program for anybody. We really want to work with the student body, make sure everybody can be healthy and active and focus on their well-being while they're at Vanguard. Um, and then if you look at some of the other more personalized traits of a lot of transformational leaders, um, communicating vision or even creating a vision, you know, my strengths finder strengths are ideation, futuristic communication. Um, it's a very natural style for me. And when you're thinking about how you want to lead, a lot of times you can find those values and kind of create your own leadership style. Mine just happened to um, line up pretty closely with transformational leadership. But it's also not the only leadership style that I engage with VREC. When we have someone that's starting a job for the first time, it's a very authoritative leadership style. It's not that we, we can have a bad view of other leadership styles. It's not that authoritative is bad. Maybe a lot of people have had a very authoritative boss that left a bad taste. But authoritative is really just communicating very specific directions. So with the refs, even though I'm trying to instill this growth mindset, I'm telling you all exactly how to do things, right? Our mechanics are very specific. That's authoritative, and it's okay. And when we have refs that develop, then we become more of building up those leaders. And we do instill them with values, but the directions are very clear and specific. Um, and that's kind of how the VREC coordinators start off with. And then when we get through training, it's a lot more of a participative leadership style where I'm still kind of making a lot of our decisions while people get the hang of it, but I'm listening to a lot of input and feedback. And then by the time we get farther into the semester and for the rest of the year, then it's really encouraging the VREC coordinators to go out and be their own, which would be seen as very hands-off, except we maintain our development throughout the year, kind of the coaching style. So that's a very long answer to say that transformational leadership just really fits this situation for me and for the students. And we have to be aware of that when we are considering how to lead a group of people. What are some situations or um, examples of where transformational leadership may not fit in that specific area. Yeah. Um, sometimes people want very specific directions. 
Some people are thrive under more structure. And when I sit down and I say, what do you want to do with the rest of your life and how can I help you get there? The answer is, I don't know. And so I don't want to pressure that person to make those decisions, right? Maybe they do just want to work on developing this skill. Success to some people will be seen as just doing it well and maybe they want more specific feedback, right? Um, so even in VREC, you know, there are plenty of examples of that where transformational leadership would maybe be seen as too ambiguous. Um, or, you know, maybe some people aren't as motivated by values. Maybe they're, which it would be very hard to get a job with VREC if you didn't um, align with some of our values. Yeah, I would say transformational leadership doesn't really fit roles where maybe there isn't a ton of room for creativity. You know, maybe it is very specific. Or maybe it's a field like finance or accounting where things need to be done very specifically. There's not really this creative structure because there's such a clear structure in place already. Um, so there are, you know, there are plenty of places where transformational leadership just doesn't fit well based on the employee or the job or the position. So Kyle, what, what are some pros and cons to transformational leadership? Well, we're going to start with the cons because we've made it already sound like a pretty great leadership style. Um, but some of the cons are, again, the relational equity you have to build. Is it, um, it takes time for a manager. So if it's a large organization, you need to be able to set up other leaders. So I cannot really be a transformational leadership for everyone that's involved in VREC or for the student participants at every game, every night. I just can't be there. Um, but being a transformational leader for the four VREC coordinators and then empowering them to impact the people around them, that is where it's really effective. But if it was just one leader of a large organization, it would be exhausting. It'd be very difficult. The other thing is, if you're going to give people a lot of autonomy to work within a framework of values and purpose, you have to communicate them very, very clearly. And hopefully most healthy organizations have a very clear purpose, but it does take a lot of time to develop them and they have to be communicated very specifically. So those can be some of the downsides to um, transformational leadership other than just when someone needs really clear direction. You know, maybe someone is not going to grow from the opportunity to create something. Maybe they would rather just have directions and do it clearly. So pros of transformational leadership. Um, for someone in my position, I um, love reading leadership books written by coaches. Like in my master's is in support management. Um, and John Wooden always says, the thing you should call yourself first is a teacher. So in transformational leadership, I love the ability to help someone develop and grow. And it's not always just my goal that they're meeting. We're finding a goal that both of us can work towards. Um, so that's really a big plus for people that have an idea of what they want to do at Vanguard. Then transformational leadership and VREC will help them build some skill set to help them get there. Awesome. There's five implications for managers in transformational leadership. First is develop, or number one is develop a challenging and attractive vision together with the employees. Second, tie the vision to a strategy for its achievement. 
Third one, develop the vision, specify and translate it into actions. Fourth, express confidence, decisiveness, and optimism about the vision and its implementation. And five, realize the vision through small planned steps and small successes in the past for its full implementation. And those are the five implement or implications of ma for managers in transformational leadership. Any last thoughts on the idea of transformational leadership? Yeah, again, um, I kind of want to reiterate, you know, for our organization, we have goals. We have big goals. And we run a bunch of programs throughout the year. So if our goal is how many people participate by the end of the year, then we don't just leave it there and say, all right, meeting adjourned, we know what our goal is, right? We have all of our very specific programs. We've identified values within those programs and built procedures around it. And then we celebrate all the wins and we find what we can learn from all the losses. So when we're staying positive and optimistic about our vision, it's not just the good things, it's, okay, so we didn't meet this small goal and route to our big goal, but we learned something that will help us next time. Um, so I firmly believe in the power of positive thinking um, because learning is a win. It's awesome. Thank you for tuning in for this month's podcast on transformational leadership. We're going to take the, we're going to, we're now going to go into the audience question of the month. This month's question comes from Isaac from Redding, California, and he asks, what are higher standards that leaders must be kept to? Kyle, can you speak to this a little bit? Yeah. So um, I'm not just appearing on this podcast, Joe. I have listened to the rest of them. And you in your first episode talked a lot about the values of a leader. And um, when we talk about the higher standard a leader needs to be held to is a leader's actions and values need to line up. So if I'm the leader of VREC and I say my value is inclusivity and then I only program basketball because I like basketball, then my actions have not lined up with my values. Um, I don't really play soccer or volleyball, but I want to help as many people that enjoy those sports play them um, as I can, and I want to instill that in my staff of when we're in the gym, we need to do everything we can to make it feel inclusive. And then when I'm in the gym, I make sure to do that, right? I don't just walk up to the two people I know. I don't know a lot of people at Vanguard. I don't just walk up to the two people I know in the gym and talk to them the whole night, right? I want to make people feel welcome. So we try and embody that. Or in the weight room, I tell our weight room attendants, we need to play clean music. When I'm in the weight room, I don't then go and play really filthy music, right? That would discredit everything the leader does. So you are, not to say you're on a pedestal, but if you are setting values and you're holding others accountable, when you um, don't align, when your actions don't match up with the values that you've communicated, then you lose your credibility as a leader. And when you lose your credibility, there's really no reason for people to follow you. Well, thank you, Kyle, for joining us again for this month's podcast about thank transformational you. leadership. Uh, don't forget to... Follow us on Instagram at LT Cup of Joe and email us any questions for next month's podcast at LT with a Cup of Joe at gmail.com.
And remember, even the little things make a difference.